Motivated Women number 26. We are going to talk about snowshoeing today. It's one of the things that I'm looking at doing for um, the winter with the kids, or at least for myself. So I figured, well, what do we need to know? And I found a couple things online. One is from Snowshoe Magazine, and it's called The First Timer's Guide. And I will put the link in here, but it's www.snowshoemag.com. And then um, there is a slash first.cfm. And what it has here is that um, it starts off with, there is no better way to begin snowshoeing than to just go do it. Take a risk, rent, or buy a pair of snowshoes, dress for the elements, and enjoy. However, that's just a start. There's more to it than just taking a refreshing plunge in some snow. There is a um, quick informational video um, they have here that you can go see. And then um, they go on to say stuff about snowshoeing. Snowshoeing has been around for thousands of years, and obviously the art of snowshoeing has become more sophisticated over time. Now it's considered a winter sport. From the early wood frame to the aluminum frame model, snowshoeing has garnered quite a following throughout the world. Modern-day snowshoeing is made up of casual snowshoers who hike trails for pleasure, the snowshoeing enthusiasts who trek through the backcountry, and competitors who race. It is one of the fastest growing winter sports, according to this article. Snowboarding is growing fast, too, but they say not fast enough. Um, snowshoeing is poised to become a monster of a market. Um, many involved in skiing and snowboarding utilize snowshoes to participate in some great backcountry hikes to find, uh, as they say, it, the holy grail of Mother Nature, deep, unscathed powder. Snowshoeing, they say, is a great alternative for many sports, especially those who like running. What's so great about snowshoeing, according to the article? The sport is easy to learn. It's virtually inexpensive compared to other winter sports. It poses little risk of injury and is a great way to exert energy during the cold winter months. According to research provided by Snow Sports Industries of America, 40.8% of snowshoers are women, a number that is increasing rapidly. 9.4% of the snowshoers are children ages 7 to 11, and 44.2% of snowshoers are ages 25 to 44. One of the more appealing facts about snowshoeing is how it can enrich a person's health. Known to help or maintain or improve cardiovascular fitness, the sport, excuse me, the sport helps burn more than 600 calories per hour. Snowshoers can burn more than 45, excuse me, snowshoers can burn more than 45% more calories than walking or running at the same speed. Snowshoeing is a great way to pursue losing weight. However, a healthy diet should be maintained to seek the appropriate effectiveness. And then they get on to going what to look for in a pair of snowshoes. When renting or buying, keep in mind the following details. There are three types of snowshoes available. There's recreational hiking, aerobic or fitness, and then hiking and backpacking. One, recreational hiking shoes are a basic selection or and are perfect for first-timers. They are snowshoes that work best on simple terrain that does not require a lot of steep climbing or descents. Two, snowshoes for aerobic fitness are best suited for those who are active snowshoers like runners and cross-trainers. This type of snowshoe has a very sleek design and is generally tougher than most available. And three, if you like the powder and are more experienced with snowshoeing, purchasing a pair of hiking backpacking snowshoes is your ticket. Uh, they're tough, um, they're strong aluminum frames, durable material for flotation, and the bindings that support all types of boots. 
the rest of the stuff that they have for looking for a pair of snowshoes. The cost for a pair of snowshoes is generally inexpensive. Look to spend on the low end around 100 and on the high end around 300 They say sometimes even higher depending on the manufacturer. Many of the retailers will offer a package deal that provides poles and a snowshoe bag. These are generally good deal, but pay particular attention to the type of snowshoe you will be receiving. If you want to do some backcountry snowshoeing, a starter kit won't be the best option. Ask your retailer for more details. It also says here it's highly advised not to purchase a used pair of snowshoes. If you decide to go through and buy a used pair, inspect them thoroughly. Check the frames for damage, including chips. Check the bindings for overstress, and check the flotation material for holes and rips. Know who you are buying your snowshoes from. Don't get caught in the backcountry with a faulty pair of shoes. And finally, they say is one of the most important factors. Choose according to size available. Usually measured in inches, the length will depend on how much you weigh. The most common sizes excluding the kids, are 25, 30, and 36 inches. Your retailer should be able to help you in deciding snowshoe length. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have here? Um, Plenty of snowshoe retailers to choose from. The most obvious choices are REI, Eastern Mountain Sports. Um, They sell across the nation. Um, The less obvious retailers are the independent stores that may include um, equipment for running in local mountain outfitters. Let's see what else do we have here. And then they go on to go through some similarities um, between things. And it says if you want to rent, the best place to start is with the ski and snowball rental store. They will most likely have a decent selection to choose from. Um, However, many of the retailers like REI will let their customers rent shoes. So ask um, a retailer near you for more details. And then they go through the bottom of their um, list here. They have a list of snowshoe manufacturers and um, their websites to get a hold of them. And then they have, where should you go snowshoeing? If it's covered in snow, they say, go for it. But be careful, don't take risks, and most importantly, have fun. Um, Prime areas for snowshoeing are the Nordic centers, which are usually placed in or around a ski resort. Other types of snowshoeing destinations include bed and breakfasts, mountain lodges, state parks, national parks, parks, snow-covered golf courses, and open space provided by your state government. If you're around my house here in the southern Catamaran, we have tons of areas to go. And then what else do we have here? They just go, then the rest of the stuff is different things about um, footwear and things like that. Um, Their choices for footwear is leather hiking boots that have been waterproofed are great for hiking and backcountry trekking. Trail running shoes um, are perfect for running aerobic snowshoeing. Um, Look for Gore-Tex material. Uh, and they also say snowboarding boots are also ideal for snowshoeing. Waterproofing is the key. You should be wearing wool socks for hiking and or a wool silk combination for running are important to the snowshoeing. Never wear cotton socks when in the snowy elements. And if you plan to snowshoe in deep snow, don't plan to stay on snow-packed trails. Wear gaiters to help, <clears throat> excuse me, to keep snow out of your boots and shoes. Um, clothing. Don't be afraid to dress in layers You and use layers that can be taken off with ease. Considering in some cases it can get hot during the spring season, consider wearing synthetics and wool to induce heat retention when you're wet. Long underwear is essential when snowshoeing, and zippered top lets you regulate bodied heat. Polyester fleece provides great insulation as it retains heat when wet. 
and a waterproof jacket, preferably something with Gore-Tex, will keep you dry and protect you from cold winds. The more obvious choices in um, winter wear are gloves, a hat, sunglasses or goggles, and other personal selections. Uh, let's see. Is there, there's nothing else that I want to go through there. Then the next thing I wanted to do was look at cross-country skiing here. And let's see if we can find the same thing that we had um, for the beginning skier. And we have multiple choices here, but they don't really have a um, beginner's guide here. Well, let's see here. We might have one here. Let's see, we have cross-country skiing tips for beginners. And this one says um, that that page doesn't exist anymore. I like that. Let's see what else that we have here. You can hear all the background noise at my house. I'm sorry. Kind of hard to get to today's podcasting in. Um, really, you know what? None of this stuff is really showing me what I want. So let's pause. Okay, I'm back. I'm going to switch gears here. I'm going to forget about the cross-country skiing, and we'll do that next show. What I found and what I went to look up are um, snowshoes. I went to REI's um, website here, and you can find it has men's snowshoes, women's snowshoes, snowshoes, and kids. So I'm going to look at women's here, and let's see what we find. In the women's snowshoes, we should be finding what they have in pairs, and they list, you can sort by relevance, you can sort by brand, um, I'm going to look at this. They have um, a starter kit, and let's see what that involves. And for a starter kit, it's listed at $199.95. It's called, uh, let's see here, the Atlas 923 Electra Snowshoes Starter Kit for Women. And what this encompasses, if my mouse will work here, let's see what we get. I'm having computer issues here, people. I'm sorry. My mouse does not want to work. Okay. What they come with here is the description they have here is Explore Winter Terrain with the Atlas 923 Electric Snowshoe Starter Kit. It includes women-specific snowshoes, poles, and a storage bag for fun in the snow. We have tough frames are crafted from 6061 aluminum, um, which they say is a stiff but yet lightweight chassis. chassis. It's designed for a woman's stance and stride. Um, the optimized nose and tail shapes provide balance, a balanced platform for stable footing and easy walking. Its free rotating suspension lets the binding rotate much farther forward than the previous designs. Let's see, they have abrasion-resistant lightweight nylon decks. Um, they have wrapped bindings, um, continuous webbing design that tightens snugly with a t light tug. Bindings also cradle the feet and arches for secure, comfortable fit. They have steel toe crampons plying sure-footed traction. Uh, they have a two-part adjustable length poles, as which assist with balance and propulsion. Their poles have wide alpine-powered baskets for pushing and planting power and adjustable hand straps to enhance support. Um, the poles go up to 130 centimeters and includes heavyweight nylon tote storage bag with mesh panels that allows the snowshoes to dry out after use. Now, they say that these snowshoes recommend a load specification includes a weight 
of hiker with gear. So according to these, where's our, where is it that they say how much they will hold? And you know what? It doesn't say. Because we should be able to find them. Ah, here we go. Oh, they only have them in 23 inch, but that's not going to help us, is it? We need to figure out how to determine our size. And, ah, according to this, the recommended load for 23 inch skis is 80 to 160 pounds. And that load, remember, is what you are what you weigh with your gear on. So you need to take into account your coat, your boots, if you're going to be wearing a pack, anything like that. So that is one. They have a um, something here for kids. Let's see what that says. And that is, um, they're called Yukon Charlie's Junior Snowshoes. And these look pretty basic. They're camo pink. They are $59. And according to them, they are lightweight one-piece aluminum frames. The bindings are polypropylene straps that adjust easily. Uh, let's see, specs for this. Um, they will hold up to 100 pounds. So, and that I s said is for girls. So, I mean, when you're thinking of this, 59 bucks for most young kids, um, you would have to get a pair of, um, well, you wouldn't have to get a pair of poles, but poles would be nice. So, that is the basics that I'm seeing on snowshoeing, and I think that it is um, something that we're really going to do do this winter. There are, um, if you live here in around southeastern Wisconsin, you have the northern and southern Kettle Moraine. Uh, there are multiple hiking trails that you can snowshoe on, and even cross-country ski on around here. There are um, several um, ski hills which I'm going to have to check out and see if they have areas to cross country as well as snowshoe. I know that they have downhill skiing at these um, areas and um, snowboarding, but I'm not quite interested in the snowboarding. But to get out and, you know, do an hour or so of exercise and burn up to around 600 calories and have fun if it's decent winter day, sounds like a lot of fun. So I hope that you like the basic introduction into snowshoes. And if you have questions on that, you can get a hold of me at the BadgerCast line at 262-649-8550. You can email me at mwpjulie at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook. Next time we are going to go over cross-country skis and see what I can find from beginning to end.